Well, when the spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, I'm going to dance like David dance. I'm going to praise him like never before. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, we're just going to pray, praise, and lift him up like never before. I know you've had that um, in your life where you've been in the service and all of a sudden the spirit of the Lord hits you real nice and good and you just can't hold your peace. You, you, you was trying to be upset. You was trying to be defeated. You was trying to throw in a towel. You said to yourself, when I got to the church, I was not going to praise him. I was not going to lift him up. But something just got a hold of you and you could not hold your peace. Glory to God. I understand that situation because I've been in that situation many a times before where I've decided, well, my problems are too much. I wanted to be pouting. I was wanted to be upset. I wanted to be sad. I didn't even want nobody to preach to me, teach to me. I didn't even want to say nothing to me. But lo and behold, as the day went on, as the service went on, I could not hold my peace. I just had to give him some glory. I just had to give him some praise. I just had to lift him up. And that's going to happen to you too, that you're going to be finding yourself not wanting to praise him, not wanting to lift God up, not wanting to give God glory. And lo and behold, hallelujah, here comes the Lord, glory to God, in your circumstance, getting into your business like he always does, and having you lift up your hands and give him some glory. Hallelujah. I know that things have been tough. I know that things have been um, out of the ordinary. But this is a good time to give him some glory and give him some praise. I know it's, um, it just seems like your prayers are not being answered. It seems like people are turning their backs on you left and right. It seems like folks have given up on you and forsaken you. But um, lo and behold, God is able to make you stand. Yes, he is. God is able to give um, you um, different things in your life that nobody else can. He's able to give you some peace that you never had before. He's able to give you joy that you never had before. He's able to give you things in your life, inner peace that you never had before. And not, that, not just that. Now, God is not just a God who gives you inner peace. God is a God that rewards you for following him and forsaking others for following him. Um, I'm going to have to show you this in the Bible because somebody don't believe me. Um, glory to God. Um, but God is just not a God of, of inner peace. God is just not a God of, 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 you know, just giving you salvation. But he's a God that rewards you openly for the things and the sacrifices you have made. If you have severed some relationships, if you have uh, lost some people, um, left some friends alone and different things in your life and all for the kingdom of God and be closer to God, he's going to reward you for that. Let me show you something real quick. Go me the book of Matthew chapter 19. Somebody don't believe me. Glory to God. I don't say things just to be saying them. Go, go me to Matthew chapters um, 19 real quick. And I, I want to show you that God is a God that rewards his people for following him and forsaking others and, and, and severing some ties with some folks and some people and places and things. He's a God that will, will reward you uh, for sacrificing, giving up some things for his name, for his glory. He's not just a God of inner peace. This is not the poor man's religion. Christianity ain't the poor man's religion. Who told you that? Who lied to you and told you that? Now, you may be broke. 
<laughs> but you're not broke because you're a Christian, trust me. <laughs> you may be behind on bills, but you're not behind on bills because you're a Christian, trust me. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. But I'm telling you this, he's not the God that God just, just have you doing things and you won't be rewarded for what you're doing. Go me in the book of Matthew chapter 19. I want to read at verse 23. Glory to God. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 19. Let me start reading some at verse 23. It says this. And then said Jesus unto his, to his disciples, Verily I say unto you that the rich man shall hardly enter the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Now he didn't say that a rich man is not going to be in heaven. A rich man couldn't go to heaven. But he's saying that it's hard for those who trust in riches instead of trusting their salvation in God. Now watch what else he's saying. But watch this now. When his disciples heard it, they were seemingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? Because they were thinking that and it was, it was talk around town. It was talk in tradition and religion is only the rich went to heaven. And it was talk around town in certain religions that if you're rich, then you must have a strong connection with God. Because... That's the talk of today. People are preachers are preaching to people and telling them, if you're rich, then you must have much faith. And if you're broke, then you have no faith. The devil is a lie. But let's keep going on. And when his disciples heard it, they were seemingly amazed, saying, who then can be saved? That's Matthew chapter 19, starting in verse 26 now. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Let's keep going. Then answered Peter and said unto him, behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. And what shall we have therefore? Peter was going to ask him some questions, baby. And asking, asking questions is good. Many people don't know nothing because they don't ask nothing. Peter said, well, Lord, we don't left all and forsaken thee. They had businesses. They had, they had different things going on. They had social statuses. They had positions. They might have had things going on in their lives. And you may have some things going on in your life that way. You may have some friends and, and, and people you grew up with and different things that you love and cherish and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. And, and you may have some uh, one-night stands and some, and, uh, and some FBs. I ain't going to say you what an FB is. I'll just say friends with benefits right now. You may have some things going on in your life, different things going on in your life before you met the Lord. And now you want to hold on to those things. And, so, and some of those things you're going to have to give up if you're going to seek the Holy Ghost. And Jesus saying, well, and Peter saying, well, we have forsaken all and followed thee. No, what's, what's in it for us? That's what Peter is saying. What, what's, what's in it for us? Besides this, besides salvation now, besides a speaking in tongues, because I'm telling you, you need the Holy Ghost. But besides, what, what else do you have for us? And here's the Lord said. And Jesus said unto them, verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit on the throne of his glory, shall also sit upon twelve thrones, Judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now watch this. That was for them. But watch what it is for us. And everyone. See some things. He's speaking to the disciples. No doubt. He's telling the disciples. They're going to sit on 12 thrones. Judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That's them. But look what it's going to have for us. And he says. Everyone that have forsaken houses. Or brethren. Or sisters. Or father. Or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. But many that are first shall be last, and last shall be first. He's saying, if you're forsaken something in this life, then you're going to receive a hundredfold blessing 
glory to God in this life to come. If you don't, if you don't forsake some relationships, what he's saying is you're going to receive more relationships. You don't forsake friends, you're going to receive more friends. <laughs> don't think that God has you doing this thing for nothing. Hallelujah. Don't think that God has you. Blessing him and worshiping him for no reason. No. That ain't what God do. That's not what God do. <laughs> he blesses you exceedingly. Abundantly above all the ass or think according to the power that working in us. God is still God. Hallelujah. Go to God. And I've been talking about for the last 14 episodes now. About you need the Holy Ghost. And I believe yesterday we was talking about how the gifts of faith. And we start talking about how faith brings forth miracles. Go me real quick to Mark chapter 10. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Because when Jesus walked the face of the earth. If there's any man that had faith. Any man that had power. It was him. And. The reason why he had faith, the reason why he had power is simply because he is power. He is faith. He is healing. He is, a, he is miracles. And the thing is, is that he, when he walked, he showed us how we ought to walk and live. Go read Mark chapter 10. Let me show you something real quick. And let me read for you. Let me show you one of the miracles Jesus performed by being influenced by the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this is how you're going to be also. Mark chapter 10 around verse 46. And it says this, and they came to Jericho as he went out to Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people. Now, a great number of people follow Jesus because of who he is. Because when he walked the face of the earth, he was like a movie star, a rock star. Because whenever Jesus walked down the street, he could not be by himself. Because as soon as people recognize who he is, immediately a great number of people will flock to him and follow him. It just is what it is. It just comes with the territory. If you got some power... If you got some type of anointing on your life, people going to follow you. And that just is what it is. You're not going to be able to get rid of them. Now watch what happened. And as watch this Bible says, And blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side, begging. Here's a blind man named Bartimaeus, sat by the highway side, begging. The reason why people, a lot of people nowadays are begging because they are blind spiritually. And that's why they're begging somebody for, to prophesy to them. You're begging somebody to, to pray for you. You're begging somebody to give you a word because you're blind spiritually. And these are church folk I'm talking about now. Blind. That's why you're in somebody's $100 line begging somebody to bless you. You're in somebody's $1,000 line begging for them to give you a word from the Lord. Blind Timaeus, blind Bartimaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. Now, wait a minute. And say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, wait a minute. This blind man... He can't see, but he can hear. And he heard a commotion. He was wondering what was going on. And somebody told him, well, it's Jesus of Nazareth passing by. And as soon as he heard it, it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out with a loud voice. Because this man had heard something about the Lord previously. He had heard that Jesus had been healing blinded eyes. He had heard Jesus say he was here to heal blinded eyes. 
even heard Jesus, that he heard about him walking on water. He must have heard about Jesus turning water to wine. He must have heard about Jesus having the power of God inside of him and to do miracles. And when as soon as he heard that Jesus was walking by, he began to cry out because he knew this is my opportunity to receive my healing blessing also. This blind man had what I call the gift of faith. Exactly what I was talking about yesterday. And it comes from the Holy Ghost. He had the gift of faith. But just so lucky for him that faith himself and the Holy Ghost himself was walking by him. Because Jesus is the Holy Ghost. He is the Son of God. He is God manifested in flesh. And watch what happened here. He says, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I should get into that too, but I don't have time. But Jesus by nature, by natural, by flesh is the son of David. By the flesh. But by the spirit, he is the son of God. Well, I wish I can talk to you. I wish you had some revelation inside of you. I wish somebody would start giving you milk and start giving you some meat. But that's what I'm here for. Watch what the Bible says. And watch what happens. See, things will happen when you're trying to get your blessing. Things will happen when you have the kind of faith that other people don't. This blind man actually had perhaps more faith than the folks who had eyes and could see. And watch this. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. And when people don't have faith, they want you to be quiet. But that's what I'm saying. There's some preachers out here who don't believe in the Holy Ghost. And they want you to be quiet about the Holy Ghost. Because they don't believe in him. They, they, they told this man to hold his peace. And when he cried, the more a great deal. But listen. But when he cried, the more a great deal, the son of David had mercy on me. Watch this. When folks told him to be quiet, he didn't listen. As a matter of fact, he began to cry out more and be louder than he was the first time. Because let me tell you um, a great sign that you're getting ready to receive your miracle and your blessing. It's when other folks want you to be quiet. It's when church folks want you to be quiet. It's when religious folks want you to be quiet. That's a great sign and a good sign that you're getting ready to get your blessing, your miracle. When they tell you to be quiet. There are folks now who are telling you to be quiet. There's folks right now telling you you need to stop preaching. You need to stop this podcast. You need to stop. You need to, you need to stop what you're doing. But I'm going to keep going. Because as soon as somebody... And let me tell you who else can talk to you besides people. See, people are not the only, only folks that can talk to you. Your circumstances can talk to you. See, he's a blind man. So his circumstances can talk to him saying, Yeah, you blind. Leave him alone. You don't have no money. You're broke. Leave Jesus alone. You're broke. You don't need to start no business. You're broke. You don't have no credit. You don't need to try to fix your credit. You don't need to try to get a better home, better car, better life. You don't need to try to get faith and get see, get saved and, and get the Holy Ghost. You're too old now. You're too frustrated. You don't need to go back to college. You're too old. You too. You got grown kids. What's wrong with you? You're too frustrated. You're too weak. That Your circumstance will talk to you and tell you to be quiet. But as soon as your circumstance tell you to be quiet, that's when you have to cry out the more a great deal and make a great deal about it because your circumstances just tip you off that you're real close to getting your blessing and your breakthrough. They want this man to be quiet. And he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to listen to people. You see, the great, one of your greatest deliverances can come when you deliver it from the opinions of other people, especially the opinions of church folks and religious folk. Oh, that's a difference between saved folk and spiritual folk and church folk and traditional religious folk. And Jesus stood still. And watch this. Now, Jesus stood still. And I don't have that much time today, but I want to give you a little something, something. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be a good comfort. Rise. He called them. Now they want, now they talking about, now they want to change their tune. It's funny how people change their tune when leadership comes around. 
See, some folks will take you in a corner and prophesy to you falsely or in error or in their flesh. But they don't want leadership around. Because as soon as leadership comes around, now they're changing their tone. <laughs> now they're trying to say, well, we didn't prophesy him that. Uh, we said this. Actually, we were trying to get him to you, Jesus. But no, y'all were trying to tell this man to be quiet. But now that y'all see that Jesus is calling for the man, now you're, talking about, now you're going to act like you was on the man's side. Talking about, yeah, be a good comfort. He, he taught of you. No, he, he, he don't need y'all to talk to him no more. All he needs is Jesus. Watch what the Bible says. And watch what the Bible says in verse 50. And he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Now watch this. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what, what thou should I do unto thee? Now, when you pray to God and you have faith, tell him exactly what you want. Don't be beating around the bush. If you have a lust problem, tell him you deliver you from that lust problem. If you have a habit with drugs, tell him about the drugs. What do you want from the Lord? You got the faith to get healed and deliver. What do you want? Wouldn't it be funny if this blind man came to Jesus and said, what do you want? Jesus said, oh, I, I, can I get a car? Oh, what, what, what can I get my mother healed? No, you want you blind. You're trying to get healed. You're trying to get healed. And the only way to be healed is to be honest with the Lord. Use your faith for honesty. He says, and he came casting his garment and rose to Jesus. Bible says, and Jesus answered and said to him, what would thou have me to do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Now watch this. And Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. See why you need to give for the Holy Ghost? See why you need to give for faith? If you're going to get anything from God in these days and times, it's going to be by your faith, not by the pastor's faith, not by your circumstances' faith, not by your mama or your daddy's faith, not by your teacher or your bishop or your deacon's faith, not by your date's faith. If you're going to get anything from God in 2021, it's going to be by your faith. If you're going to get the Holy Ghost in 2021 with the evidence of speaking in tongues, it's going to be by your faith. Not by some faith or some guy you heard on ESPN or TBN or CNN or Fox News or the Word Network. It's going to be by your faith that you can deliver and set free. And faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. You need the Holy Ghost. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Please stay committed.